Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. First business trip in you know, like 16 months since the dang pandemic. Last week, went to see uh, several groups in Indiana, and one of the things we talked about there is the topic of this week's big idea. One of the groups I was uh, working with said, hey, we've got this uh, copay assistance program for uh, specific medications, and we want to track these things in our system. How do we do it? How do we keep track of copay assistance? And I shared an idea that I've done for a group in the Mountain West with this group in Indiana. We're going to do something similar there. And the, the idea is to put copay assistance programs and by copay assistance programs, I'm just talking about, hey, if you've got this medication, often it's a J code or whatever, the manufacturer will help uh, commercial patients with copays. And so, you know, you put in their uh, Blue Cross or Aetna Signal, whatever it is, is the primary insurance. And then what the, the group in the Mountain West suggested doing, and now we're doing in, in Indiana, is to say, we're going to record that copay assistance program as a secondary insurance. And with it in there as a secondary insurance, there's several things we can do. First and foremost, it's, you know, the claim is not going to cross over, right? It's not going to, and, and that's fine. And we're not going to bill it. And if we do try to bill it on a, like a CMS 1500 form or whatever, it's probably going to crash and break and whatever. And that, that's fine. We don't want to send it through the normal billing process. What we want to do is a couple of things. First thing, uh, we did this for the group in the Mountain West, is we said, how do we find patients who are eligible to use this copay assistance program? So uh, you may be able to find it with um, some kind of HCPCS, J-code or whatever, right? And show me everybody that we built this J-code in the past year who doesn't have this copay assistance program as a secondary insurance. And then what we can do is we can go enroll them or sign them up or whatever we need to do to share the benefits of this copay assistance program with these patients. And again, if you've got uh, Medicare government payers in there that it doesn't apply to, then we can just filter those out of our look. But we can go find patients who are eligible but are not enrolled. And the way we know they're enrolled in the program is that this is listed as a secondary or perhaps it's a tertiary insurance, right? You might have uh, somebody that has, uh, maybe they got Blue Cross and their spouse is employed and they've got it. And then after that, you know, um, there's copay assistance. But whether it's secondary, wherever it is at, the, at last in line, we can find patients who qualify who aren't enrolled by data mining for that. Then another thing we can do is we can look for patients who uh, had the the J code or HCPCS code, whatever this is that the copay assistance assists with, whatever that code is, we can go find those and make sure that who got billed and who didn't, whatever the billing process is for this copay assistance program, right? I mean, do you send them a spreadsheet or a list of names or is it something you do online or how do you, how do you submit the copay assistance program to the pharmaceutical manufacturer, say, and we can make sure it gets billed. And then kind of the third piece or the third advantage of walking through this process is if I've got the pharmaceutical manufacturer set up as essentially an insurance or a payer, right? Then what I can do is I can say, all right, I can manage the AR. I can say, you know, and in theory, you know, okay, is it 30 days to pay or how long does this, the copay assistance take to work? The group I was with last week said, all right, you know, they do this and then they give us a credit card number or whatever and we process the claim and, and you know, and apply it. But you can manage your AR that way too. I think if you don't record the pharmaceutical manufacturer as a, as a payer in some way, you can lose AR that way and say, well, we thought we billed it, we thought we got paid, but we didn't get paid or whatever. And I think it's a good way 
to track it, and it tracks it in the same system. We're not building a separate system to track copay assistance where things can, you know, fall through the cracks or it's a manual process and we got to remember to enter it or whatever. But it's part of our normal AR process. It's part of the workflow. We include it in there, and then we can get our arms around who owes us money and hey, you know, is this particularly the the group in the Mountain West has several of these. Uh, copay assistance programs going. And so you can say, all right, this one's being paid, this one's not, and you can track them better by just filling them in with your normal system. So if you've got some kind of copay assistance program, try it. Set it up as a secondary insurance or tertiary, whatever it is, right? And then data mine to figure out who's eligible, who we have, who's, uh, who we, the claims we've submitted and haven't submitted, uh, the follow-up with AR, I think all that stuff is just a good way to manage cash flow and take advantage of these copay assistance programs that vendors offer. I hope this idea is helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.